Ever since Governor J.B. Pritzker did what people were urging him, begging him, pleading with him to do, to lay out a plan for reopening the state by regions, there's been a lot of criticism of that plan. And more than a few cities and counties have said, heck with it, we're doing it ourselves. We're going to go on our own schedule here. When that plan came out last week, I've got a statement from uh, Sangamon County saying that the uh, the county's uh, joint unified command on this was reviewing the plan and, and just looking it over and just seeing what they thought about it. Uh, so I wanted to find out a little bit more about that review process, what folks here locally think about this, the ones who actually have to implement our response to the pandemic. And so Springfield Fire Chief Alan Riney, he's part of that uh, Joint Unified Command, the city's representative in this group, and he joins us live here this afternoon. Chief, as always, appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. How are you? Doing all right. Thanks. You know, before we get into some of the governor's plan, just remind everybody again about this group that you're a part of here. Who all makes it up and and what role do, do you all play in this? Well, uh, describing each role would be difficult because it's a flow chart, but it basically starts with the unified command post, and that is comprised of the Department of Public Health, Gail O'Neill, the Office of Emergency Management, Bill Lee, and myself. And through that, we represent the county, the public health, and the city. Uh, and so, uh, essentially, are, are you all sort of driving the, the bus here in terms of how the county responds to, reacts to, implements what, what the state's telling us on this? Well, that's a difficult thing to, to say. So I always tell people we're, we're policy enforcers. We're not policy makers. Uh, we, uh, we do take direction uh, from the, the city and the county and uh, the state in this case, and we just implement those policies, uh, how they best fit in our county, and help people succeed, such as business owners, things like that. But you also have particular expertise. Gail, obviously, in public health, emergency management. Uh, You and your team in the fire department as first responders, you're often the first ones on the scene providing medical aid. So you have your your own areas of expertise, obviously, that you can lend to this. And as I mentioned, uh, last week, uh, the county spokesperson told us that, in effect, the the, uh, Unified Command was reviewing the governor's plan Uh, kind of looking it over just to see uh, whether you thought it was sufficient. Was it moving, you know, too too slowly, not slowly enough? Uh, What what has that review indicated to you? Well, first of all, the review has indicated that we are on track, that we are on track to hit that benchmark of phase three on the very first day that it can be implemented. Uh, Now, the debate, whether that should have been a 14-day period, a 28-day period, uh, intelligent people will debate that back and forth, and no one can really tell you the correct answer. Because like this whole crisis, you don't have a crystal ball. You don't know, you know, I, I, I like to think of it, the, the valve analogy of we're just cracking open the valve so that we don't flood the system, we don't undo all of the things, all of the good work that we've done as both the incident command team, and the citizens who have been cooperative in this effort. 
Uh, Yet a a number of counties around the state, as close as Shelby County, Big County down, Madison County, uh, others in deep southern Illinois have essentially said, we don't like this plan. We think we can safely reopen more quickly here, and that's what we're going to do. Has the, the county, the city, the unified command, have you considered that at all? Have you looked at whether, in fact, you think Sangamon County and Springfield could reopen safely? on a faster timeline? You know, that is something that we had planned for uh, prior to the phased-in governor's approach, and it was mainly because we did not know how much direction we were going to get from the state. So we always had a plan in place. Now, when that plan, what on what day, what day you'd circle on the calendar to implement that plan, uh, that was never decided. But when the, uh, when the state sent out their phased-in approach, Uh, then we did actually have a date that we could circle on the calendar and we could start to make sure that our plan fit into that. We did modify it a little bit because we had a, we had basically a three phased approach, which was remarkably similar to their, to their approach. Uh, basically though, we thought we were in, uh, we, what we were calling phase one was their phase two. So we've since molded that draft to fit in better with the governor's plan. You know, when you talk about other counties, I don't know their situation. I'm from Madison County. Um, I, uh, I saw that last night pop up uh, on our news feed. Uh, by my knowledge, and just looking at what I've seen with the kind of the state's report card, is I think they were on track uh, for that May 26th date also. Now, you're, and uh, I want to make sure I'm using the correct terminology here. Are you referring to yourselves as the Joint Incident Command, Unified Command? What, what exactly is the right term here? Uh, well, I always just say it's, the, it's an incident management team, and we are the Unified Command. You can say Joint Command. It's, it's the okay. same thing. It, U- unified Command, Incident Management Team. So we're all on the same page knowing what we're talking about here. Um, have As you have uh, looked at this, uh, are you looking at it at all from the economic perspective? Again, as you mentioned, you, know, you uh, Bill Lee, Gail O'Neill, Public health, public safety are generally your your areas here. Are you looking at this in terms of the economic impact, the impact on businesses, the potential that businesses that are have their doors closed right now might not ever reopen them? Uh, I would say the three of us. You are correct. We are our task is generally to keep people safe, and but we do have people in our in our flowchart in our uh, incident command structure that do have uh, convention and visitors uh, experience and have other experiences that, yes, they are uh, looking at that, um, that, that portion of it. But the three of us, our, our task, our main task is to keep people safe. And so obviously, you know, the numbers have looked pretty good. We haven't seen the hospitals overrun at this point, even though we have seen, sadly, a large number of deaths, particularly at villas. If you take out that one congregate setting, the number of deaths has been pretty low. The number of cases, actually, I think, comparatively pretty low for a county this size. So that indicates to you that so far what we've done is working. That absolutely indicates to me that so far what we've done is working, and uh, it, it is. You're correct. When you compare us to other counties or even cities the size of ours, uh, we compare very well 
uh, to those. And I don't believe we've ever been over, and I, I think uh, the governor said it today, or um, we've never we've never crossed that 10 to 11 percent threshold of all of the of the people that are tested becoming positive. And that's the number that we've tracked very closely because, you know, as the tests go up, of course, the number of positives are going to go up. But we want to make sure that it's not 20 percent positives, 25 percent positive. I believe the state is around 17 and we've never crossed 10. So could we start to reopen some of these businesses sooner than the governor says and, and do it safely? You know, I, the one thing that I questioned, that I questioned from day one, was why the uh, May 1st, what was, what was that date? Why was that important? Because, you know, just thinking of it, trying to take the politics out of it and think scientifically, if a 28-day period is what you are after, then yes, we've probably been in that 28-day period longer, but that May 1st date was was. Uh, difficult to explain. I've had a lot of business owners ask me that, yeah, and, and uh, that's and it is also difficult to explain why you can go into uh, one store and you can't go into another. Yeah. Just, so, just for the it, record, by the way, the governor had answered that. It, it, what his statement on it was was that since we did open up some more things on May first, we allowed more retail to you know be open for curbside and delivery, and we had the face mask requirement. He said we wanted to get a baseline as to how that was impacting the numbers, which is why he wanted to see the twenty eight days from the start of that of that next phase. Now people can agree or disagree with that, but that was his uh, his explanation nation for that uh but but at this point from from your perspective from the the incident command perspective uh you're you're not going to be pushing to to do what madison or other counties or cities have done and say we want to open things up more quickly you know again i'll go back to what i said in the beginning is we we implement policy and if if there are if 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 there are votes that take place that change that policy for us, we will best implement that at the incident command level to make sure that we are uh, keeping people safe. And that's about the most I can offer. Uh, I don't think I've not I'm not aware of any uh, efforts on behalf of the city or the county to do away with that policy. I think mostly people realize that because we are trending so well uh, that we are looking at meeting that phase three date on day one anyway. So by the time those decisions would be made and those policies could be implemented and put in place, we would be very close to that date anyhow. Springfield Fire Chief Alan Riney and Chief, before I let you go, one of the things I, I have to ask you about, we uh, we conversed back and forth about this a couple of days ago. There was a uh, fire a few days back at the Club Station House downtown, uh, and your department determined was accidental. It had started because oil-soaked rags had been left in a container there, and they spontaneously ignited. That's really a thing? That is really a thing. Uh, there are warning labels all over. Anytime you're using linseed oil, uh, you have to be very careful with those rags. They have to dry completely. Uh, the biggest problem you get is when people put them into a receptacle, and, uh, you know, we want you to throw them away into a metal container and then take them out of the building. In this case, it was a plastic container. It's a very common cause of fires, and it's one of the first questions that our fire investigators will ask people is, had you been doing any woodworking with uh, oily stained rags? Why do they keep selling a product that can just ignite on its own? That that's, that seems like a really bad idea. You know, it's because it makes wood very pretty. That's, that's, uh. their, 
There's your answer. Well, we, we've all learned something very valuable today here. Chief Allen, Riney, listen, we always appreciate your time. Thanks again. Take care. Never a problem. You have a good day.